I'm Damian Bulwa, and this is a breaking news episode of Fifth and Mission. On Friday morning in a middle school classroom in San Francisco, California Governor Gavin Newsom announced that the state will require all students to be vaccinated, but the mandate will go into effect once the shots have been given full authorization by the FDA. That could happen in coming months. To talk about it, we have Alexi Kosif, who listened in on the governor. Alexi, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Alexi, take us to this news conference by Gavin Newsom. Obviously, we've been sort of anticipating it. Obviously, the governor has been thinking about it. What happened? He was in San Francisco on Friday morning, uh, back in his old stomping grounds, visited Denman Middle School, and from a classroom there, announced that California would be the first state in the nation to adopt a requirement for students to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Now, this is both a big deal and also something that is, you know, a ways off. Uh, Obviously, it's a significant step to have any sort of mandate, uh, but this one won't take effect for months and potentially not until well into next year, because at the end of the day, the state is still going to wait for that full federal approval for the vaccine for students. And once we get that, then they will start requiring that California students, both public and private schools, are vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to attend in person. All right. It obviously takes us back to some of the tension around the measles vaccination that, that we went through six or seven years ago. Alexi, tell us how this is going to work. Give us a little sense of the timeline. So as it is, California students already have a long list of vaccinations that they have to get to attend school. Some of those kick in in kindergarten. Some of them kick in in seventh grade. But it essentially creates these two different cohorts of kindergarten through sixth graders and seventh through 12th graders. So when the vaccine, when the COVID-19 vaccine gets that full federal approval for all the students in each of those age groups, then that vaccine will be added to that schedule of immunizations that every California student has to get. That's first going to happen with older students. Everyone 16 and older can already get the Pfizer vaccine and there's emergency use authorization for 12 to 15 year olds. So the state is anticipating that in the coming months, potentially 12-year-olds and above could be given that full authorization for COVID-19 vaccine, at which point then there would be sort of a rulemaking process through the state and the requirement would take effect the following semester. If the federal government gives that full approval this fall, that means this this requirement could take effect as soon as January for high school and middle school students, though it's more likely that it could be in July of next year, which would be the next time after January. Uh, And for younger students, we still really have no idea because uh, 11-year-olds and younger can't even uh, get the, um, the vaccine under emergency use authorization yet. So that could still be a ways off. All right, but it is possible that the turn of the year, parents will have to show proof of vaccination to have their kids on campus. Absolutely. There's a lot of school districts that are already moving in that direction, and that's part of the reason why the governor acted now. Some of the biggest school districts in the state, including Los Angeles, have already adopted um, 
requirements like this or are moving in that direction. There's Bay Area school districts that are moving in that direction. Oakland is preparing to have a a COVID-19 vaccine requirement for students. Uh, West Contra Costa County just adopted one this week that is quite uh, quick in terms of its timeline. Students uh, who are eligible for the vaccine will have to be vaccinated by um, November 15th for their first shot and December 15th for their second shot. So the ball is rolling here. And there are a lot of school officials who basically were asking the state, hey, can you please you know, take the lead on this and just create, you know, a standard approach so that we're not having this patchwork and these fights at the local level and everything like that. So the governor who has really embraced these uh, mandates during the pandemic for masks and vaccines for healthcare workers and all kinds of things like that now is doing that and moving in that direction. All right. So what will happen if families refuse, if they say they will not vaccinate their children? That is certainly something that, you know, uh, we are bracing to see, you know, how much of a how much of a fight that's going to be. The state is saying that they'll make independent study available for any student who refuses to get the coronavirus vaccine, uh, but they will not be allowed to have in-person instruction. That said, because this vaccine is being added to the schedule now, there are certain rules from the state that allow for medical and personal belief exemptions. So we could see a wave of families that are getting, uh, you know, filing forms and taking other steps to still access schools, even though they refuse to get the vaccine. And that's where you could start to see things get really messy, um, especially if the legislature comes back and tries to take away that personal belief exemption the way they have for other required vaccines for students. In the measles situation, Alexi, didn't it take years to iron out the legal issues over exemptions? Yeah, this is a fight that's been happening in California until relatively recently. Um, It was only about six years ago that the legislature came in and removed that personal belief exemption, which, uh, you know, creating one of the strongest vaccine requirements in the country for California students. But there were parents who sued that played out in the court for several years, and it was ultimately held up as legal. So um, as of a couple years ago, California is on solid ground to both require all kinds of vaccines for students entering public and private school classrooms and also to say that unless you have, you know, medical reasons, you need to get this for the safety of our students. And so the question here is maybe not as much a legal battle, but one of political will. Every time the issue of vaccines comes up at the state capitol, there are thousands of people who show up and protest and make it very life very hard for legislators. And we'll see whether they're willing to go through that again for this vaccine. But we should mention, I mean, it's October. There are still a lot of people who are unvaccinated, but that is changing. I mean, couldn't the complexion of this fight change a lot over the coming months? And and might we be more in a situation with measles where most people are vaccinated? Absolutely. This again, may not be something that's ultimately necessary, especially if it doesn't even take effect until as late as July of next year. That is, you know, nearly a year away. And 
uh, in the meantime, there could be a lot more students who get vaccinated. We could be in a position where so many people are vaccinated that the spread of the coronavirus is, you know, almost stamped out. Uh, what the um, what the governor and his administration are really trying to prepare for here is that long game. By putting it on the list of mandatory vaccines, you know, they are recognizing that this pandemic is going to be with us for the long haul. There are variants that are going to be circulating for years to come. We may need booster shots down the line. And they're sort of preparing to do what it takes to keep schools open so that we never have a situation again where kids are locked out of the classroom for over a year. All right. Finally, Alexi, what about school employees? Did what happened on Friday affect them? It did not in the immediate, but they also were given a strong signal that down the line they will also be required to be vaccinated. The state already this summer instituted a requirement that school employees get the vaccine or weekly testing. And what the governor said Friday is that he plans to remove that option for weekly testing once these vaccines are um, are given full approval for students. So as soon as those middle and high schoolers are required to get the vaccine, he's going to require the vaccine for all K-12 school employees as well. Again, that could be months from now. It could be July 2022, but certainly he's moving and pushing in that direction again and sort of signaling to people, you might as well get the vaccine now because you're going to have to down the line. Okay, Alexi Kasev, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Thanks to our guest, Chronicle Sacramento reporter Alexi Kasev. This was a breaking news episode of Fifth and Mission. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing, and thank you for listening. <laughs>